this week on the Swearwolves, we discuss humanoids from the deep and creepazoids. Let's look at the Swearwolves totals and get started. We have 72 F-bombs, 3 songs, 1 Vic Morrow head, 12 breasts, 2 boobs, 1 killer baby, dick joke foo, flexibility foo, flashlight foo, and blast from the past foo. 4 Pamela Voorhees heads, check it out. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Brett. I don't know. I just don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. I mean, I know what to do with myself. Like when I'm alone. <laughs> when you're alone, there's <laughs> hand lotion. <laughs> you got your phone, maybe? Yeah. 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 No, I don't know. Uh, I don't always know how to start the podcast. Like, I don't always know what to say. Yeah. Same. <laughs> and you're a real big help. I'm a big help. Agree. What have you been up to lately? Uh, not much. <laughs> it's December. I know we're both busy with work stuff. Yeah, that's true. I, w- I will say this. You know, I hate to be that guy who talks about the weather, <laughs> right? Because like, there's people that I work with uh, that don't live in Arizona, and every time I call them and talk to them on the phone or, or via virtual meeting mm-hmm. so he's like what's the weather like down there it's like oh, still fuck. warm You're like Ugh. no <laughs> it's not warm it's 65 65 i would you, i would blow sorry like, i don't need to hear who you'd blow snow i blow snow I'd blow snow with my snow blower like, oh, oh, that's oh. and then i'd suck your dick <laughs> for that kind of weather just to be clear yeah um <laughs> but i will be that guy for a second uh, the weather has been really nice here in Arizona. It's been beautiful. I I like this time of year. Yeah, weather-wise, this is the best time. I hate every other time of year. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's going on. Yeah, other than that, I think I think that's what's happening. Yeah. How's your work-life balance? Good? Good, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. I work from home. There you go. Uh, forever. Like... <laughs> like, yeah. that's what we work from home now yeah like not even like the besides fam- the, the, the family's pandemic. good yes, how, yes david how, how's your marriage oh jesus <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> it's fine leave me be <laughs> yeah all that stuff is good no, that's great you know there's movies and then there's the movies we're going to talk about today <laughs> indeed now for anybody who's new listening to this podcast we we pair movies together and review them and we pair movies together sometimes based on who stars in them, mm-hmm. sometimes based on theme, mm-hmm. director, and sometimes based on just saying, hey, title. Titles sound good together. <laughs> there you go. It writes itself. This is one of those examples where the title dictated the episode. We have two movies. Both came out in the 80s. Mm-hmm. One is called Humanoids from the Deep. Oh, yeah. And the other is called Creepazoids. There you go. Pretty similar. (laughs) (laughs) I had never seen either of these. Same. I remember the box, though, for Humanoids from the Deep uh, at the video store and always being a little titillated. Oh, really? As a young boy. What was the box? It was like a woman, like on the beach or something. She was naked, but like kind of like a silhouette. And I just remember being like, ooh, a little little (laughs) mini boner. That was a good story. Um, Had a beginning, middle, and end. (laughs) Perfect story. It ends with watching it. It ends with watching it. You didn't watch it back then. No. But you watched it. Life dream fulfilled. uh, Now. That's right. I'm complete um, now. And now I'm dead. (laughs) Don't. Don't do that. Don't. I I don't want you to die. 
we still going to talk about creepazoids after that? <laughs> then you can uh, die. I don't remember either of these. I think I remember hearing about humanoids from the deep. Wasn't it? It was. There I think was a, Joe Bob did it. I, I think Joe Bob. Did I haven't it. seen it, but I think they covered it. And ne- uh, neither am I. I haven't seen that episode, but I had never wasn't even there heard another of humanoids from the deep. Yeah, there's a remake. There's a remake. Yeah. Okay. I assume it's a remake. It's just got the same title, at least. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah, yeah. The there same, is another movie. With I don't the same know why title. you would name it the same. And not, <laughs> it's like this is completely different. This is Macbeth. It's just a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's mere coincidence that the two titles are the same. This is a Roger Corman film, Humanoids from the Deep. Mm. Yeah. It's also known as Monster. <laughs> yeah, the title card at the beginning says Monster. And I then know. in parentheses, and also uh, Humanoids from the Deep as well. Yeah. Um, came out in 1980, May 16th, 1980. What do you think was the number one? I guarantee you, I guarantee you've never heard of this fucking movie. Really? Well, I, then I lose because <laughs> I thought for sure, I actually thought I got this one. I was like, I think it's Friday the 13th. No. Damn it. No, the number one movie on May 16th, 1980 was a movie called The Long Riders. Yeah, that does not sound familiar. Okay. Sounds sexual, though. So I did some research on The Long Riders. <laughs> You're like, it's a surfing movie. It's not sexual. <laughs> I had never heard of this movie in my life, and I watched the trailer. It's a Western. Okay. And it stars all of the siblings in Hollywood. <laughs> okay, so the main two are James and Stacy Keach. As Jesse and Frank James. Okay. Then it's David Keith and Robert Carradine <laughs> as Cole, Jim, and Bob Younger. Dennis and Randy Quaid as Ed and Clell Miller. Hmm. And Christopher and Nicholas Guest as Charlie and Robert Ford. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. First of all. Did it look good? I didn't even know that Christopher Guest had a brother <laughs> that was an actor. <laughs> uh, I mean. And in a, in a Western. Did it look good? Yeah. I don't know. Johnny Cash liked it. Oh, that's Johnny cool. Cash saw this movie and was like, hey, I want to be friends with hey, like, Stacy Keach. Stacy Keach. Or James Keach or one of them. I'm Johnny Cash. That's my Johnny Cash. <laughs> that's really. a good one. I thought he was, I thought he was <laughs> back alive. He's a ghost. He got goosebumps. <laughs> I got the goose flesh. Yep. So anyway, it's a movie about Jesse James and that whole fucking well goddamn i thought for sure i got this one james gang but i had never heard of this fucking movie it was the number one movie hmm. did the trailer make you want to see it no <laughs> it just intrigued me because it was like uh james and stacy yeah all the brothers david keith and robert carradine yeah all the brothers dennis and randy quaid it's crazy like, what the fuck is going on <laughs> they were just like who else has a brother who has siblings <laughs> The number one song. Going with Another Brick in the Wall Part 2 by Pink Floyd. No. Fuck. This movie, I believe, was featured. It was at least in the trailer for this. And I know this because when I worked at the video store, we had different video cassettes that we could pop in that would have different trailers. Yeah. And this one had the trailer. 1980. I think it was 1980. And it had this song for the trailer of the movie American Gigolo. Oh, okay. Oof. I have no idea. The movie, uh, the song is Call Me by Blondie. Call me. Call me. Ah, you can call, call me any, any time. Call, call me. me. <laughs> Debbie Harry herself. <laughs> Blondie. Mm-hmm. I like Blondie. I do too. I'm more of a Debbie Harry fan. I mean, she's Blondie, right? Nah, basically. I can give two shits about but the band. The band. <laughs> <laughs> Humanoids from the Deep, written by Frederick James, directed by Barbara Peters and Jimmy T. Murakami. Murakami. Like I said, produced by Roger Corman. A lot of people, a lot of people fucking suck Roger Corman's dick. <laughs> Slobbing the knob. I don't. I, this is what I'll say about Roger Corman. Roger Corman, his productions yeah. have started a lot of careers. That's true. A lot of people pass through the Roger mm-hmm. Corman filmmaking school. Yep. Joe Dante, I oh, believe. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Kind of disciple of Roger Corman. James Cameron, I believe, hmm. started with Roger Corman. Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so Nicholson, what movie was that? The Terror? Mm, that was Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors, okay. Uh, I believe. He might have been in The Terror, too, but I don't know. Little Shop of Horrors is what the Roger Corman flick that I know that he was in. But everybody's always like, Roger, oh, Roger Corman, Roger Corman, look at what he did. I'm like, his movies are fucking B movies. Yeah, you know, you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, it stars Doug McClure 
as Jim Hill. Doug McClure. You know what I remember Doug McClure from? Hmm. Well, Doug McClure was a big actor like back in the day, like Westerns and shit like that. Like he was like on Maverick. He'd like guest star on oh, Maverick okay, okay. or something. He was like Leonardo DiCaprio's character in uh, Once Upon oh, a Time, Time in Hollywood. Hollywood. He's kind of like that. that type. Doug McClure was kind of like that kind of actor. Doug McClure played the mayor in Out of This World, that TV show where oh, the girl yeah. would touch her fingers together. Would you like to <laughs> swing on a star? Yeah. 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 Whoa. <laughs> he was like the mayor or whatever. Wow. And he was like dumb. Yeah, it's, I don't remember. I mean, I remember the show, but I don't remember any of the, yeah, that was the Doug, characters that other was, than the girl Evie or whatever her name was. Yeah, Evie. And that was Doug McClure. And I always also remember because um, Phil Hartman talked to voice of <laughs> I Troy say, I think of Troy McClure. You may <laughs> remember me from such films as Humanoids from the Deep. <laughs> yeah, and that was kind of like a Doug McClure. Like, oh, that's I, cool. I assume they like that's kind of, the kind of playing that. off that. Mm-hmm. Vic Morrow. Yeah. As uh, Hank Slattery, uh, Vic Morrow—he's going to be dead soon. He is, and, he, and <laughs> like what I know him from, is, and you know him from, is Twilight Zone. Yeah, and then he's in this movie, and he's a racist in both fucking movies. <laughs> I'm like Vic Morrow, you're really good at being a racist. You're typecast? Why? <laughs> oh, um, Vic. Yeah, Vic Morrow, uh, who died while they filmed uh, Twilight Zone the movie, because <laughs> John Landis killed him and two kids. Oops. Oops. <laughs> this is more of a whoopsie doodle. That's <laughs> a big bad. one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. John Landis, you fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't have any budget information, but box office, it says it, it got two and a half million dollars. Okay. All right. Well, it's more than I would have guessed. Yeah. So, it's probably way more than the budget was, too. See, I this would, is why I think. I would imagine so. This is yeah. why I think Roger Corman is successful because he can make a movie out of like $100,000 and a shoestring. Yeah. And make and it'll make a million dollars and it's like well we made nine hundred thousand dollars what kind of yep. return on investment can well, you get and even thinking more uh roger corman disciples or not disciples but kind of going through that school the monster effects in this movie were um rob bottine yeah there you go yeah and and he went on to do the do thing the thing and um the uh the how did he do the howling yeah i don't know hmm. i don't know but whatever whatever it doesn't fucking matter. he's famous Okay, what's this movie about? This movie takes place... It takes place in California. Like Northern California, I guess. Yeah. So Northern... Very that they, North. They call it No-Yo. No-Yo. <laughs> No-Yo California. No-Yo... You got a No-Yo California. <laughs> yeah. If you don't No-Yo California, you, you don't know where we out. are. <laughs> it's like uh, a fishing town. It's kind of like... Uh, what's that? What's the name of the town in the fog? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't think it's of it. It's kind of like that. It's like that, yeah. It's like the ships come in, dock workers and stuff. I don't know. It didn't seem like California to me. Yeah, it, it felt seemed, East Coast. It felt very East Coast. Yeah. But you got some people out there on a on a beach. Okay, this movie does the two things that a horror movie should never do. What's that? The first deaths <laughs> are a kid and, and a dog. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> like, that's like what they kill first. Like, in every horror movie I've ever seen, like most every horror film, right? Yeah. At, especially in this era. Kids are safe and animals are always safe. That's true. Yeah, you kill the teenagers, the horny ones. Kill the horny teenagers, kill the old people, but yep. you never kill kids. Leave the kids and the this dogs movie, alone. This movie is like, fuck that shit. Take no prisoners. Yeah. So there's these people, these fishermen out on a boat and uh, they're, ah, we got a big one. We got a big <laughs> one. Come on, Jimmy. I'm hooking some big, it's fucking dumbass kid. Yeah. That kid's like, what's he doing? He was uh, reading a comic book. Yeah. Come on, kid. Stop reading them funny papers and come over here and help us. And so he's like, oh, what am I doing, dad? And then he falls into the water. Yeah. And he's trying to fill up because they got a generator or something, right? Because they got the, um, like the, a lift or something. The winch. The winch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it runs out of gas. He's like, oh, you dumbass. Uh, <laughs> fill it up. And he's like, oh, okay, dad. And he's filling it and he spills gas everywhere. Fucking clumsy and then ass he's like, kid. Fuck and that oh, winch. dad. Oh, I fell overboard. And then, the, and then the dad's like, fuck that winch. Come over here. And then, of course, the gas can falls over. Yeah. And then the kid falls overboard, and then the Dumbass. kid the kid proceeds just to get fucking mutilated. Yeah, something pulls him underwater, and we just see a shit ton of blood. Blood. Like, you'd never seen blood. Like, <laughs> there's more blood than when Jaws, like, attacks. Yeah. Fucking Alex Kintner. <laughs> Got nothing on this kid. <laughs> yep. And then the dad's like, oh, my son, my son. But not soon after that, the whole boat blows up. Because, yeah, the deckhand comes out to help, and he's got a flare gun in his hand. And I guess, the, did he accidentally shoot it? Well, he was going to shoot it off, and maybe a but spark hit, shoots the, it, yeah. hit the gas. I the don't whole know. boat explodes. Yep. Yep. 
And there's a couple, and they're watching. They see it. Yeah. Uh, and that's our main character, Jim. Doug McClure. Yeah. And his wife, Carol. Yep. And they're like, holy shit. What, what the fuck was that? And they're all fishermen. Like, there's not a lot going on in this. Like, fish is not plentiful. <laughs> and they've all, they're all like salmon fishermen. Yeah. And they're not catching a lot. So they're all down in their luck. Like, fishermen. Yeah, it's a fishing town. Yeah, it's a fishing town. And everybody's like, where's the fish? Yeah, there's no fish going on here. So... Anyway, they see that, and then we, we. This is when we meet like some of the other main characters. I think we meet Vic Morrow's character here. He says some racist shit to the indigenous uh, person that that pulls up in in the boat because they're like right on the border of the indigenous land. Yeah, and so it's like there's like this fight. There's kind over of a like, dispute. Hey, this is our land. You guys are are fucking up because there's some factory that wants to come in. Some tuna something fish cannery or some shit like that and the indigenous people are like fuck you you can't put your shit here and pollute our land and they're like well watch us yep and so there's like this big dispute well vic morrow he's a real asshole he's a big racist racist. douche and he starts talking starting some shit shit yeah then all the dogs die (laughs) that night (laughs) yeah yeah starting with jim's dog yeah baron yep every dog dies except for the indigenous people's dog (laughs) yeah and so Vic, so Morrow, Vic Morrow thinks that that guy had something to do with it. Yep. And so he's like, and oh, we're going to get our revenge. And then of course he kills. That was that fucked up. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That happens a little bit later, later but later I'm just the movie, but still, Yeah. Oh, some teenagers, they go out for a swim on the beach. They're just like, you know, playing grab ass <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're swimming and he gets pulled under and she's like, yeah. <gasps> What's going on, Jerry? Jerry. And then he he pops up. He's like, ha ha, just teasing you. And then he gets pulled under again. And she's like, oh, Jerry, you fucking big kidder. You douche. (laughs) You fuck ass. (laughs) You fuck you. I just took a shit in that water, Jerry. Mm -hmm. How's my shit taste? (laughs) Good. Do it again. (laughs) Oh, Jerry. He comes up and then he's fucking mutilated. Like half of his face is ripped off. Yeah. And she runs to the beach and then like um, this <laughs> like fucking monster chases her. All right. So this monster, let's talk about this monster. What do you, what do you, it's pretty ridiculous looking. Yeah. This it's kind of Rob Bottin. Uh, I think he did some of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this pre thing. Yeah. Probably a lower budget though. But yeah, it's very kind of swamp thing meets like creature from the black. Cla- Lagoon. Yeah. And sixties horror. Like it's very cheesy looking. It's very bad. Yeah. But it, uh, rips a top off. <laughs> yeah oh we see boobies a lot of boobies in this movie yeah and uh she goes running and uh it uh it it, it rapes, rapes her. her yeah <laughs> it cuts away but it's definitely implied that she was raped by this not only is it implied, monster. but later on oh, yeah, yeah we, we get confirmation it, yeah, we get, yeah we get the payoff of this but <laughs> um so two more teenagers go camping there's a lot of teenagers camping on this beach and then there's this one there's like this fucking ventriloquist, ventriloquist guy yeah and his what girlfriend's laying there topless and he's like talking to her through the puppet yeah and the and she's like all horny for the puppet yeah he's like ooh, yeah and she wants the puppet to join in <laughs> yeah fucking weird then did you also notice like after he stopped operating the puppet and he starts like going to fuck her and the monster attacks the puppet moves its eyes. It's like, oh, oh shit. Oh. I didn't notice that. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. The puppet was the going on. <laughs> like a Pinocchio. Wait a second. We need to. That's the twist. Did... That guy was Geppetto yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So the monster attacks them. Kills a dude. I was so glad. I mean, that guy was only in the movie for like two minutes, but it was two minutes too long. It's yeah. like, oh, ventriloquist, kill him. Yep. So chick runs away naked. Yeah. More booby flappage going on. Yep. Rapes her. Goddamn. A lot of rape going on. Oh, uh, something we should mention is there is a doctor that we we meet, and there's at, more at the, monsters. This is, there isn't. Oh, oh yeah, just it's one. not just one. I yeah, just yeah, say yeah. There's, there's a there's several of them. There's a bunch. Humanoids. <laughs> yeah, humanoids from yeah, it's the plural. But you were gonna say about the doctor? We meet a doctor, Susan Drake, uh, and she's found a way because there's a salmon festival, and we find out that she's found a way to produce more and bigger salmon. Yes. Ooh. Yep. Wonder what that could mean. And also, she's working with the company. The yeah. canning company. Right. And I think it's around this time that the, the one guy's husky gets killed. And then there's a fight at, at the salmon place. Some dance. Yeah. That was kind of funny. Because like during that fight, the, I think the, the dude that gets his face ripped off, he's alive in this, at this point. But he opens the car window because he's making out with his girlfriend. No, no, that, 
That's that's a different. Is dude. that a different guy? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a different dude. He's gonna come up later. Um, but I like how he opens up the window to see what's going on and immediately gets punched. Yep. <laughs> a stray fist hits him. Yeah. Yeah. So the indigenous guy whose dog got killed and he gets into a fight with Vic Morrow and his crew. Like Doug McClure comes to the that guy's rescue. Yeah. And he like partners up with them, and they're like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Oh, by the way, the company is called Canco. So what a name if you're if you're, you're a canning fish company. Canning, yeah. Canco. Canco. Very descriptive. But next I think is Hank like getting his revenge. Yeah. So they go over goes over to Johnny's house. And Johnny, uh, who who is that guy, uh, has brought uh Doug McClure's brother and his girlfriend over to like to talk to them. Yeah. And just have dinner or whatever. And they're over at his place. Well, then Vic Morrow and his crew come up and they like throw like um, a Molotov, Molotov cocktail. cocktail. So they're trying to put the fire out. It like blows up his house pretty yeah. much. They're trying to put the fire out. And of course, then the humanoids pop up and attack. Yeah. The chick goes to get help. <laughs> and there's a humanoid on the roof. And oh, she the ends up of the truck. Yeah. Of the truck. And she ends up crashing uh, off a side of a bridge and dying. <laughs> and the truck explodes. And the truck, there's a lot of explosions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's like I, three I, or I like four that. explosions. <laughs> um, the dude, her boyfriend, uh, Doug McClure's brother, he gets like almost killed. He gets attacked, but uh, Johnny saves him. Johnny saves him and brings him back into town. And everybody's like, Johnny, you did this. You did this. You, you fucking we hate you and your people. <laughs> you're a bad person yeah and doug McCle- but doug mcclure's like i i don't know i believe him and the doctor comes out and she's like i believe him too yeah something's going on show us show us what attacked you and so he takes them and we come to find out that the doctor's experiment of growing fish bigger mm-hmm. actually got released out into the wild yeah and uh it caused mutations in you think because of these fucking yeah, like mutations 3000 of the fish escaped and then those fish got eaten by bigger fish yeah yeah and it caused them to mutate and yeah. turn into horny monsters Hor- horny humanoid monsters from the deep that's what the original title was horny humanoids <laughs> fucking horny ass yeah. with a hyphen <laughs> horny ass humanoids from the deep they find some because they're not shy yeah they, they come go out. out yeah they go to the caves and find, they find them. some that are like dying too i think because they're like aging I, this is what I got. Oh, that they okay. age quickly. Oh my gosh. They're like replicants. Yeah. And so they find some that are just kind of, and they kill them. They put one in a body bag, I guess, and bring it back to town. And they're like, you guys think he was lying? You think Johnny was lying? They let him out and they're mm-hmm. all, well, they also find that Peggy girl alive. The one that got raped on the beach. Yeah, Peggy's alive. So they take her to the hospital and then, uh, and then, then there's this festival going on. They're like, well, all right, listen. Party time. <laughs> there's there's these fucking humanoids. Listen, we already rented the Ferris wheel. We got to do this. <laughs> the radio station's coming. <laughs> KFSH, K-Fish. Yep. Oh, my God, that radio DJ. <laughs> Dude, he drove me nuts. He kept saying Salmon. And, a, and Yes, and a pervert. Yeah, 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 and a pervert. He's like, oh, my hands might be full. <laughs> might be busy because there's like a, what, a beauty queen type kind of sitting by him. Yeah. Yeah, but he kept saying Salmon, and I was like, dude, stop it. That's when the director, you got to yell cut. Be like, yeah. That's not how you say it. Dude, they only had so much film. <laughs> They're just like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You can pronounce the yell. Go for it. <laughs> Knock yourself out, buddy. At this festival, all this shit is happening. Like, all of a sudden, like, you know, everybody's having a good time, and all of a sudden, the humanoids come out. Yeah, they crash nowhere. the party, and there's monsters everywhere. Everywhere. Killing everybody. Killing and raping everything in sight. Oh, my gosh. There's so much... So much rape. The K-Fish DJ, he gets killed and raped. (laughs) (laughs) Some dude gets his head ripped off. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah. That that whole sequence of scenes. Yeah, it was a bunch of crazy shit going on. Doug McClure's like, okay, we're going to get some gasoline and we're just going to dump it all over the water and light it on fire and they'll all die. Yeah, there you go. End end of monster. And so that's what they do. (laughs) And uh, they they kill them, I guess. And then they kill everybody else. Um, are all the other monsters. Johnny saves uh, Vic Morrow. Yep. Who's, Vic Morrow's trying to save some little girl, and then he gets caught, and then, yeah, and Johnny, then Johnny saves comes him. up, and so then it's like, uh, hmm, I guess you aren't a bad guy after so all. bad after all. <laughs> still going to build the cannery, but... <laughs> still going to, yeah, fuck, fuck you over, but... Yeah, that's my nature. I'll be dead soon. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Just, just take solace in the fact that a helicopter will chop my head off <laughs> soon. My head off very, very soon. 
He goes, actually, you know what? It does make me feel better. <laughs> but also two kids will die. Goes, you know what? I can live with that. <laughs> but you're still dead? Yes. All right, then. Uh, well, then uh, we cut to Peggy, and she's fucking giving birth. Yeah, in the lab with the doctor. It's yep. like, push, push, damn you. Well, she doesn't have to push because <laughs> out pops like fucking alien style out of her belly. Yep. A fucking humanoid. Yep. From the, from the deep. That was pretty cool. Little capper. Yeah. You're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> end of movie. End of movie. Uh, this movie was dumb. Yeah. It was boring. Dude, my biggest problem <laughs> with this movie was this is a kind of a throwback sci-fi creature from the Black Lagoon drive-in mm-hmm. movie theater kind of cheese ball movie. Mm-hmm. But there's no humor. Yeah. Like there there are all sorts of opportunities where they could have made this movie funny, but not nothing's funny. I think like you would have to get a better writer. Yeah. And better and actors. The, like, and the rape stuff was just like, ugh. Yeah, that was I too I much. Like, I don't like that. Although it does lead to the payoff of her getting pregnant. Yeah. And, and giving birth. But at the same time, it's like, it I was agree. Just, it was gratuitous. I agree. Like the, the sci-fi horror films, the atomic age. Yes. Like horror films from It was like a throwback the 60s, to the 60s. Yeah. I think that this definitely did a good job of, of trying to replicate that. But. It's just like those movies. Yeah, it was like paying homage. So it was those movies with boobs. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. One one head. One? I gave it one and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I just think it's like, it's not entertaining even. I think the ventriloquist thing was kind of unexpected. <laughs> like when I saw it, I was like, what the yeah, fuck is going on? Yeah, because that's when the scene starts. It just starts with like a puppet head. Yeah. It's like, funny because my wife walked in the room right when that happened and she saw the puppet and she saw the naked woman laying there and she's like, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> and why is your dick out? Well, why is your penis exposed? Like, I'm into puppet porn. <laughs> you got a problem? You, you already knew this when you married me. We had a, a whole discussion about this. Get out of here. She's like, you're just wearing a sock puppet. I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. Oh, it's not on your hand. What else is new? <laughs> That scene was fun, but not fun in like a good way. It was fun in like a what the hell's going on? What the fuck is going on? (laughs) What am I watching? I'm so confused. Yeah, but yeah, the rest of it was just kind of I don't know. I guess that was the only attempted humor. But even that, I don't remember. Like, fell flat. Did the puppet even say something like "I got wood"? Yeah. Like, did he? Okay. Okay. So you grabbed the. I just want to make sure he got the low hanging. He said something about. He said something about wood, and I think something about head. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. But whatever. We move on to bigger and better things. Do we? (laughs) Do we really? So the next movie is Creepazoids from 1987, October 2nd, 1987. I feel like we've also done this. Okay. Uh, What do you think the number one movie Uh, is? I went with Fatal Attraction. That's correct. Oh, shit. Nice. That is 100% correct. Cool. Uh, What was the number one song? I went with... uh, Rhythm is Gonna Get You by the Miami Sound Machine. Oh, no. But you are like, I, I, you're not close. <laughs> okay. I will say that. But another female singer, right? Okay. So that's like Gloria, Gloria Stefan. Yeah. And then this is another female singer. Another like popular one from the time period. Like Janet Jackson. Mm, not that popular. No. Oh, okay. No, definitely. Probably more so. Oh, sure. Madonna? No. Um, didn't we almost have it all? By Whitney oh, Whitney Houston. Houston. Didn't we almost have it all? Didn't we almost have it all? Love was up, 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 living. <laughs> That's the lyrics. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perfect the with pitch. You was worth the more, <laughs> Ah, it was perfect pitch. Fuck off. It was really good. No, it was a compliment. Yeah, I'm going to fucking punch you in the dick. Don't do it. Uh, Creepazoids. <laughs> got my sock puppet on, though. <laughs> Creepazoids was written and directed by David D. Katow. Katow. <laughs> what other movie has David D. Katow? That does sound very familiar. Uh, Like Slimeball Bolorama? That is absolutely correct. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bolorama. Hmm. Music by Guy Moon. This is a full moon production. Dude, as soon as I started it and I saw the full moon lo- logo, I was like, ah, fuck. Shit. <laughs> Here we go. Well, just like Sorority Babes, this movie stars Linnea Quigley as Bianca. I think it's Blanca. Is it Blanca? Yeah. 
like, like fucking Street Fighter. Street Fighter. <laughs> like fucking the Brazilian uh, green. I didn't know uh, her name. I just have what I copied. Oh, yeah, Blanca. Okay. She's her electricity. <laughs> I used to like playing Blanca. as Blanca. I did too. Blanca was pretty badass. Blanca and um, who was it? Uh, e Honda. E Honda with the yeah with the, the hundred hand slap. Yeah. Hattui. <laughs> I sucked at that game. Street Fighter. I was pretty good at Street Fighter. Really? Yeah. And Mortal Kombat. Mortal. I was good at the first Mortal Kombat. Uh, see, I was really good at the second one. And the third one. See, I stopped playing, I think, around that time. Yeah, I was totally into it. I was like, video games. Those are for fucking kids. <laughs> These kids shit. I'm going to go watch I'm Creepazoids. Busy. I'm too busy getting laid. <laughs> Which I was not getting laid. I was too busy <laughs> just, trying to. Just to be clear. <laughs> just to be clear, I didn't get laid. <laughs> the budget for this movie, $150,000. Okay. That shows. It does. It shows. Well, kind of. Like... Who gave them $150,000? <laughs> that's take... what it cost to rent that warehouse. Oh, Christ. <laughs> box office? There's no box office. No. This is straight to video. Yeah, this didn't make any money. Don't be ridiculous. Don't don't be silly. Nobody rented or bought this movie either. Somebody had to have. I'm sure. It was probably shown on USA Up All Night mm-hmm. with Rhonda Shear or Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, or Monster Vision or something like that. It was like probably that. shown on Monster Vision. It was shown on those types of things. So somebody bought it. It made some so money. But it had to have. Yeah. But $150,000. It probably took them two days to film also. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I don't think this movie took very so long. So think about it. Like, if if they say, "Hey, we're gonna pay you ten thousand dollars to be in this movie, and you only have to shoot for two days," fuck yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Ten thousand dollars, and you never have to do a second take of anything. We'll just and we'll one, just go with two, the first take. Three, four, five, six. There were six cast members. Even if you paid them all ten thousand dollars, which you probably didn't. No, but let's say you paid them all. That's sixty thousand dollars. You still have ninety thousand dollars left. That's fun money. Yeah, <laughs> to, just have fun to put into all put the right effects. up your nose. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to put it right up your nose. This fucking movie. <laughs> this movie was basically like when we had when we had three hosts to the Swearwolves. <laughs> there was myself and David and Alan. And for those of you who haven't gone back and listened to any of the Alan episodes, that's the first 100 episodes are Alan episodes. Alan would have loved this fucking movie. I think so. I almost texted him. I almost feel like we should call him. Phone him in. And see (laughs) if he's ever seen it. Let's fucking do it. Let's call Alan right now. (laughs) Like, can you call him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Call him him and see if he answers because I guarantee you. Just put him on speakerphone. All right. Hold on. For the people, hopefully you can hear me. Oh yeah, you might have to. I might have to talk louder. I think I'll be able to hear you if he fucking answers. <laughs> we got the phone. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, Alan? I'm doing good, buddy. Alan, can you hear me? <laughs> I can barely hear you. Yeah, because I'm kind of far away, but yeah. we're recording right now. So David's got you on speaker. Is it live recording or is it just? It's well, I mean, we're live to tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not. We have a studio we're not, audience. We're not, we're not streaming. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't know the difference. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This isn't live. But cool. but you are being recorded right now. Yeah, you're on a recorded line. <laughs> no, I figure. Yeah. So, it could be monitored for quality purposes. So. Yeah. Well, David, why not? Because you're right next to the phone. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. talk. So we're watching, or we're talking about the movie Creepazoids, which, uh, which came yeah. out in 1987. Linnea Quigley, full moon movie. Yeah. And we started talking about how it reminded us of Shocking Dark. I think we well, talked, well, I think we I'm mentioned that. That's why. what we're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did it remind you of Shocking I'm just curious. Because I'm curious. It kind of all takes place in a warehouse. Uh, people very kind of, aliens. Yeah, very much like an aliens ripoff. <laughs> but but super cheesy like we haven't got into like some of this stuff yet but well I'll get a little bit of a head a little head uh like the guns are all really goofy looking characters make bad oh, yeah, decisions and they're, and they're all military they're people all military people yeah it's totally so i totally get it it's it's one of those like post apocalyptic yes yes 1980s like sleaze and cheese you yeah. know I love those movies. I know. That's what we dude. dude. I thought of you like within the first, like I think while the credits were rolling, I was like, I need to know what Alan thinks about this movie. And I almost texted you. And then Brett said the same thing a minute ago. He's like, I did too. And I was like, uh, then Brett was like, let's just get him on the phone. It's, 
it's one of those subgenres where it's like the I'd say like the big ones in this subgenre are like Escape from New York and uh, The Road Warrior. Like those are like a couple of the big ones. Yeah, Creeperzoids is like this low budget. Um, you know, you can tell that they didn't have a big budget. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Exactly. So, but you know, they have Linnea Quig- Linnea Quigley in the movie. And, you know, I love her. Um, she takes a shower. She, like she, unknowns. And, you know, they didn't have much to work with. And a lot of it doesn't translate well to certain audiences. Yeah. But I think as you see these movies, like, you know, you see one after the other, like they kind of have similarities, like Shocking Dark, for example, you know. Um, Gracie. I, Gracie. I oh, wait, that was the other one. <laughs> that was the like one. logic isn't yeah. there, you know. And there's a lot of goofy stuff, but I think the entertainment value is yeah, yeah. very high on these films. And you could like do a back to back. You can do riff tracks on them. Oh yeah, like there's so much fun. And Linnea takes a shower in this one, so you get that oh, too. She takes a shower in every. <laughs> she <laughs> does because what? About. What did we? She just... even takes a shower in uh, Return of the Living Dead, except that's you know the acid rain. So we uh, we just watched. Uh, what was that Halloween movie that we watched? Um, oh, um, Jacko. Jacko. Yeah, we watched that recently. She, and she she takes a shower, takes a shower in that, in that one. movie too. Yeah, that movie's terrible, dude. She there's so many movies that she did that are kind of under the radar and are starting to they're starting to come out. You know, into the um, you know they're start, they're starting to come out on Blu-ray. Because they used to be old VHS, straight yeah. to home video yeah. things, you know, and a lot of them people have never seen. They're starting to come out, you know, and people are starting to see them. You know, I mean, they can't be winners either. No. So, <laughs> if, were any of them? Do you know? Like, uh, so are you familiar enough with this movie? You want to give it a rating? With Creepazoids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that one. I'm trying to remember. I'm. I. I can remember it. There's like a little baby alien. Yes. Isn't there at the end? Yes. Yeah. Um I'm I'm gonna give it Linnea's in it. I'm gonna give it a solid three. There you go. All right. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah, we'll include this uh your rating in our official overall uh score for this week. Hell yeah. And then <laughs> hey, um as a side note, if anyone wants to explore these movies, there's a really good book out. It's called After the World Ends. And it has um post-apocalyptic movies from like all over the world from like the golden ages like the sweet spot is like late 70s to like the mid 80s and then they started to kind of fizzle out through the 90s but it's a really good book um it talks about each film it has photos um movie poster um images and um, I think it's a limited run though, but I think you might have to find it on eBay or Amazon or something. I'm sure, you know, you can yeah. find them. They made a few. So very cool. Um, really good book. Check it out people. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, if you like people like Fred Williamson, he's in a bunch of stuff, well, you know, just a lot of, a lot of it's Italian too, but yeah. there's some American entries too. And Van Damme cyborg. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. So I would check out that book. Right on, man. Well, hey, good chatting with you. You too. Thanks, Alan. Thank you, Brett. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right. So that's, of course, of course he liked that movie. <laughs> I knew he would. I knew he, and would. He, doesn't, he doesn't even have to like remember it all. He's like, uh, was it about this? Yeah. And it's got Linnea Quigley? Three. Yeah, he's like, yeah. So, spoiler alert, our ratings are not going to be as <laughs> gracious as his. <laughs> Um, so Alan did kind of a okay job of describing what the movie was about without going into too much detail, but we can kind of go yeah, a little bit further. Jump right in. It's post-apocalyptic. It's set in 1998. Yeah, the future. <laughs> the future is now. <laughs> yep, 1998. Can you imagine though in 1987 seeing this and thinking about 1998? Because I can. It probably seems, yeah. Because I was 10 and I remember thinking like, oh God, in the year 2000, Dude, I would go, in the year 2000, I'm going to be 23 years old. That's insane. Oh, fuck. And I'll be 20, and there'll be flying cars everywhere. <laughs> oh, be like my the God. fucking Jetsons. Yep. We'll have jetpacks. None of that it's came to fucking, fruition. In yeah. fact, <laughs> we're 20 years out from that. <laughs> Damn it. My wife was on a, a call for her work, 
the other day with uh, somebody who was training them on something and the conversation started uh, going to other things, you know, like um, uh, it got onto September 11th, mm. two, 2001. Yeah. And the guy goes, uh, would it be rude of me to tell you all that I was in sixth grade or I was six years old when that happened. I was in first grade mm. when that happened. And they're all like, they're like, shut oh, up. God, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it, always a bummer. You're like, well, yeah, you I were. feel so old. I was in college. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yep. Um, the future. The future is 1998. now 1998. It's six years after a, a, a nuclear war. Yeah. And there's some deserters from the Military army. deserters, yeah. They're like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Going AWOL. Fuck this. I'm Linnea. <laughs> fuck this bullshit. I'm going out on my own. I'm going to be a deserter. <laughs> so her and Butch, Jesse, Jake, Kate, they go out and they leave everybody behind. Yeah, and that opening credits uh, sequence is probably about five minutes long of yeah. just them walking. Yep. And I was like, all right, this Fucking- movie's only like a little over an hour long. I was like, okay, we're killing some time here. <laughs> yep. They got to they gotta get, it, get it above that 70-minute mark. Yep. Oh, dude, in that opening scene, I think before the credits even begin, there's like a oh, woman God. in a laboratory. Yes. And she's like, they're, they're here, she hears a sound or something. She's like, is somebody there? Is somebody out there? Who's out there? Hello? <laughs> Who is out there? Is there somebody out there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so bad. Awful. So bad. Yeah. And then she gets killed. Yeah. And we learn uh, after the credits uh, and all the walking uh, that a storm is coming. And apparently the the rain, because Acid. of all the nuclear fallout or whatever, is, is deadly. So you got to stay out of the rain. Yep. So they take refuge in this uh, abandoned building. Yeah. And it's like a laboratory slash warehouse type thing. And they yeah. don't know exactly what it's for, but it has food. And it has running water that's not going to melt your skin yeah, off. it's shelter. And they're like, fuck, we can just stay here just for as here. long as we need to. Yeah. And some of them are a little hesitant at first to do that. But for the most part, they do. Linnea Quigley, like we said, goes and takes a shower. She takes a shower with this with dude. dude. Um, is it Jake or Butch? I don't remember which one. Is the I can't guy, remember either. Is the guy that she uh, ends up banging. But... Um, yeah, they take a shower. And I like how they... Um, when they're exploring the place to make sure it's safe, they all have guns, but the guns, you know, and I mentioned this when we were talking to Alan about the, fut- the quote unquote futuristic guns. Mm-hmm. When you were a kid, did you ever have a zap it? Oh God. It was like a know. squirt gun that shot uh, disappearing ink. Oh yeah. But I, their I, guns look just like zap it. <laughs> so they look like toys. Cause I'm pretty sure they were toys. I remember disappearing. Dude, I wanted disappearing ink. <laughs> I wanted a disappearing ink so bad. Cause I remember we, I went over to my cousin's house for like uh, some family get together and someone had disappearing ink and they squirted it on my aunt. And she was like, oh, and oh then no. they're like, it's disappearing ink. And then like two minutes later, it disappeared. And I remember thinking like, what? That's the fucking The future is awesome. now. That's some 1998 shit right there. <laughs> like in 1998, all of our pens will have disappearing ink. Yep. You'll sign a contract and be like, ha ha, fuck you. I'm not paying. <laughs> Disapp- and they go, ah, foiled by disappearing ink. Yet again. Curse 1998. <laughs> the year uh, of disappearing ink. Um, but they all have their Zappic guns. And they all have their fingers on the trigger yeah. at all times. They are the worst at holding Very their gun. soldiers. <laughs> their gun safety. Yeah, and, terrible. Lene Quigley makes it known that they just got out of boot camp, like some of them. Yeah, obviously. Like, She's like, they we just safety. got out of boot camp, and I didn't want to fight. It's like, well, why'd <laughs> I'm you a go? pacifist. <laughs> why'd you go? Like, well, maybe it wasn't a volunteer. I was a army. conscientious objector. I burned my bra. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and they also all have flashlights. Um, and the flashlights are always on. Yeah. Like, even though this place has power and the lights are on, they yep. still walk around exploring, hey, pointing man. the flashlight at things. Yeah. You get into a habit. You got to, you just can't break it. <laughs> uh, they, they spend the night. There's this one kid, uh, Jesse, I believe his name is. Is that the, uh, the, the nerdy guy? Yeah. He's like the nerd and he's like the computer guy. Yeah. And he's... <laughs> Typing away at this fucking computer. And of course, the computer is like a, a fucking Tandy computer from 1982. Is this also, also the guy that had his shirt tucked into his boxer shorts? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I gotta crack this. What were they doing here? And he's like, looking, he's like, amino acids. And he's like, 
they were doing some kind What's of going experiment. On here? What kind and of lab he, is this? And then he sees, he hears a noise, and there's like a grate underneath the desk that he's working at. So he climbs underneath and through the grate. And of course, he gets fucking killed. But he doesn't get killed. He just gets caught. And then he wakes up yeah, the I next morning. I was confused morning. at first. I was like, wait, didn't that guy just get killed? Because he wakes up in his own bed. Yep. And I was like, oh. I, was like, oh, I don't know what that was. Amino acids. So they're having breakfast the next morning. This is straight up aliens. Oh, very much. Uh, like the dinner scene. Yep. Yep. And they're all like talking. And then all of a sudden he like starts throwing up blood and blood coming out of his eyes. And he starts, his face kind of mutates. Yep. And they're like, what the fuck? And he just falls over. He's he dead. He's dead. And then they find the hole that he had crawled through the previous night. Yep. And then they proceed to have what feels like a, t- a five minute conversation about who's going to go in yep. and arguing like, no, I'll go. No, I'll no, go. I'll do it. Why don't you all go then? Yeah. No, I'll go. It's not big enough for all of us to go. Meanwhile, he's in there. He's like standing up inside the gate. <laughs> I hate that because there's no fucking vents. I mean, maybe there are in some places, but there's no vents that I've seen that like, first of all, that I could probably even climb through. It's like just. <laughs> small vents usually yeah and they're not places. even crawling on their bellies like they're straight no, up just they're crouched. Like crouching yeah. they're like oh god it's five foot tall in here <laughs> gotta crouch but the one dude ends up going in the, the shower guy uh, he goes in after him because he's gone for a while so then the butch guy goes in and they to find the other guy uh, jake and he's fine yep he's fine he had gotten attacked though right he's okay but he's okay now the girls are in the are back there and uh they have like a moment like a girly moment where they're like, oh, you have a crush on Butch. You have a crush on fucking Jake. Want to have a pillow fight? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have pillow fights. I'm a pacifist, goddammit. <laughs> um, but then the monster attacks them. Yeah. And it kills it kills the 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 other woman, Kate. Not not um No, not Linnea Quigley, the other Quigley. one. Yeah. She Linnea Quigley gets away for a little while, but she dies too. Yeah, she eventually dies. This also confused me. There's a couple of scenes where there's a rat that's oh, attacking yes. them. The uh, the mutated rat. Yeah. And Butch, I think it's bit by it first. It it's attacks like a him. Of unusual but it's just size. a giant rubber rubber rat With big... that doesn't move at all. But yeah. they just flail about <laughs> act like they're getting attacked. And yeah. Screaming. So everybody dies except for the main guy. And then okay, dude. I'm telling you right now, talk about long scenes. This scene where the main guy like is fighting this baby monster. Oh my god. It lasts it for goes, about 12 minutes. It goes on so long. And like every time that little baby creeps up on him and like he'll turn around and oh, it's like on my shoulder and he'll grab it and throw it. It's like, dude, it's a baby, just wring its neck. <laughs> or throw it on the ground and fucking curb stomp it. But no, yeah. he, he throws it. And then like, he's like, oh, oh, oh. I know. It goes, and then a couple minutes later, like it pops up again. Like, oh. And it's the same thing over yeah, and it's over like, again. Oh my God. It's, yeah. It just happens over and over and over I'm again. I'm going to be honest with you. I forgot how it ended. <laughs> how does it end? You want to know why you probably don't remember how it ends? Because it's such a stupid ending. Um, he The baby constantly attacks him. He eventually strangles it with its own umbilical cord. That's right. And like chokes it out. That's right. And then <laughs> he just walks away. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. And then we get one last shot, and it's the baby. And the baby's alive again. That's right. the baby's right. still not dead. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Boy, this movie was we, awful. We, yeah, we split. We sped through that one pretty quick. Yeah. Well, there's really not much else. Like, is there really anything else you could talk about? No, not like, really. Like, I forget how Linnea Quigley died. She got killed. She gets attacked. Um, doesn't the, the rat? Doesn't that Kate, like, turn into something? Like, she her eyes turn and she turns into, like, a monster? Oh, she, Linnea gets grabbed by the, like, xenomorph thing. Mm-hmm. And it, like, picks her up and, like, choke, like starts killing her. But it's kind of off camera. We just see blood dripping down. Yeah. And you see her legs that are kicking and then they just stop kicking. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What are you going to give it? I'm between a half and a one. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm going half. All right. I'm going to give it a generous one. Okay. But it's bad. What did Alan give it? Three? (laughs) Three. So between three, one, that's four and a half divided by three. That's like a one point. It's a one and a half overall. Oh, I guess that makes sense, right? One and a half plus one and a half plus one and a half is four and a half. There you go. Look at that shit. It's way too high. <laughs> it's way too high. It is too high. <laughs> now I feel like I need to come down to compensate. <laughs> uh, you rated it what you rated it. Yeah. I don't know. It was nice talking to him, though. It was. That was kind of unexpected. Unexpected fun. Look at that. A little gift. 
little gift. Yeah, it's for the holidays, right? There you it's go. Time to give back to the, the audience. <laughs> Maybe there's some people who are listening to this. They're like, I never heard Alan. There he and is. And now they heard him and they're like, give me more. Or, or no. <laughs> or they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, that was cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if you have any ideas for movies that you would like us to review, if you have any thoughts on Humanoids from the Deep or Creepazoids, which, I mean, if you have thoughts on those, God bless you. <laughs> Very opinionated. Or uh, or anything else that you want to spout at us, uh, hit us up. How can they contact us, David? Yeah, on social media, find us on Facebook, Twitter, the Slasher app, TikTok, to search The Swearwolves on all of those platforms. If you're on Instagram, search for us as The Swearwolves Podcast. Uh, search The Swearwolves on YouTube. Uh, you can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for The Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. And I'm going to burst out of someone's stomach. And I'm going to choke you with your umbilical cord. But you won't die. It's a cursory glance. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dick joke there. Okay. <laughs> Did you get the script that I sent you? Uh, the semen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, horny monsters. Okay. All right. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>